It is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we dive into Tanner Thorson's Port City Weekend and talk about his title chances up against guys like Buddy Kofoid and Chris Windham. So let's jump in. When I was talking about the USAC Midget Weekend on the show yesterday, I got caught up in the Ryan Timms Timez stuff, and I wanted to double back today and talk about Tanner Thorson and what we've seen so far from the Midgets this season. This past weekend at Port City was the first for Thorson in his new Rheinbold Underwood Motorsports ride after starting the season with Dave Mack Motorsports. Following the Chili Bowl run for Dave Mack, it wasn't clear what the season held for Thorson and how many races he'd run in the midget, but it seemed pretty clear he wasn't going to contend for the USAC midget title. He ran the two Florida races for the team, getting two good finishes of second and eighth, but then apparently afterward, things broke down. On April 1st, just one week after announcing his full-time USAC sprint car campaign with Reinbold Underwood, Thorson announced plans to also run for the team to contest the full USAC midget schedule. If he was going to switch teams, it makes sense to run for both championships out of one organization. And just 10 days later, the move paid off with Thorson standing in victory lane at Port City on Sunday for his first midget win of 2021 and Reinbold Underwood's first ever midget win. According to Richie Murray, it was Thorson's 21st career victory, which moved him past AJ Foyt for 29th all-time. That's a hell of a name to pass on a list like that. In his post-race comments, Thorson talked about wanting to have some skin in the game, so he approached Andy Reinbold with an offer. Thorson would own the car and the engine, and he would partner with the team for support. Reinbold accepted. So now Thorson will chase both the USAC Sprint Car and Midget Championships for the team, and he's off to a good start, sitting 6th in the Sprint Car points and 3rd in the Midget points. What's scary about the midget is Thorson doesn't think the car is quite where he wants it. As good as he was on Sunday, leading 18 laps and taking the win, he thinks there's room to improve. Looking at the midget standings through the first four races, Buddy Kofoid currently leads Thomas Meserol with Tanner Thorson in third, Justin Grant fourth, and 2020 champion Chris Windham in fifth. I've said this before, but I still think Kofoid is the favorite for the midget title. He just keeps getting better and better, and he's won four of his past eight USAC midget starts. On Saturday at Port City, he drove up from 16th to win, and uh, that was incredibly impressive to watch. And his average finish over the last five races is 2.8, which is good for best in the series. It took him 19 races in 2020 before he got his first USAC midget win, but since then has won five times in 14 races. Feels like Kofoid is kind of just getting started here. But when you look down the order of who could really challenge him, Thorson has to be at the top of that list. Thorson finished third in the standings last season, and, and towards the end, it almost felt like he was an afterthought with Wyndham and Courtney battling so close all the way to the finish. But if you look at the stats, Thorson was at the top of nearly every major category in 2020. It's wild to look at his numbers and think he didn't win the championship. He had the most wins with seven, most top fives at 20, most top tens at 24, and the best average finish of the series regulars at 4.56. He was also second in laps led. He had 159 to Courtney's 178. He had the highest feature plus minus at plus 83 and led all series regulars and average qualifying position to go along with his five quick times. But in the end, he missed out on the title by 28 points. And what might be even crazier is he did all that last year driving for two different teams. He ran for much of the season with Hayward Motorsports before switching over to run for Tom Malloy in September. Four of his wins were with Hayward and three with Malloy. 
You've got to think that having a season like he did last year and still missing out on the championship is in the back of his mind. Now, obviously, Thorson has won a championship before back in 2016, but getting that next one has certainly got to be top of his mind. With Thorson more in control of his own destiny this season, owning the car and working on it himself, he could be in line for a good season, especially if he's able to get the car where he wants it in the coming weeks. For a driver that has bounced around as much as Thorson has between teams and car types in recent years, I hope he sticks where he's at for the year. A little stability here could go a long way for him in his pursuit of these championships. It's going to be very entertaining, I think, to watch, though, with him up against Kofoid at Grant and Wyndham looking to repeat uh, with the Midgets. The USAC Midgets are back April 30th and May 1st at Kokomo Speedway. Let me know uh, on social media or in the comments below what you uh, what you think about Thorson and, and where he's at right now. I think he's probably one of the most talented drivers, uh, at least in open wheel racing right now that we have. Um, but it's strange, you know, just to kind of see his progression and all the bouncing around from the teams, but still, you know, being able to get the results and, and win a ton of races here. But let me know uh, where you stand on, on Thorson. Uh, these first few days this week are a bit quiet on the racing front, but action does pick up back serious on Thursday. The All-Stars kick off a four-race weekend at Virginia Motor Speedway before heading to Pennsylvania, and then hopefully we'll finally get to see the debut of the Flow Racing Night in America late model series this week as they take on Tyler County Speedway in West Virginia. From there, it's a busy weekend with Lucas back for two shows, the Outlaws in Texas and Oklahoma. The USAC Sprint Cars have three Indiana races and a bunch more. I'm thinking maybe Thursday night we go live again on YouTube for another watch party and check out the All-Stars and Flow racing late models let me know if you might be down to join in i'll keep you posted on if i decide to do it and what time we'll make that happen if you missed that before we went live on youtube a couple of weeks ago um, for the where, where were we at we had the uh the late models were at a lot at the uh at farmer city for the illini and the world of outlaw sprint cars were at peevely um, and we went live for something like four hours and just watched the races and talked about a bunch of stuff had the chat roll and all of that so let me know if that's something you might be interested in tuning into this thursday the only thing on the streaming schedule today is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. And that'll be a busy place here uh, again as the week rolls along with so much stuff going on. It'll be a good place to check up and see all of the racing that's going on. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. That helps out the show. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. That's D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com news the analytics section all of the different podcast episodes videos there's a track section all kinds of stuff there so check that out if you have not thanks everybody for tuning in we'll see you tomorrow for more dirt tracker daily